Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. Welcome, everybody. Another live on the Facebook the Dennis Invest Facebook group. We've been looking forward to this one as I'm looking forward to every single one of them. This is with good friends, Hazel Woodward, and we're here to talk about social media and how it can transform your dental practice in 2024, as it could have done in 2023 and 2022 and all the years prior to that as well. It's just that we're all just gradually getting more clued up to this stuff, even though social media has been around for like 20 years now. What? Uh, crazy. What's your take then on social media? Actually, do you know what? Let's 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 not go too wild. Uh, just straight off the bat, Hazel, it might be nice for you to do a little bit of an intro as to who you are. People who have yet to meet you. Oh, okay. So I'm Hazel. I am the um, founder and owner of Lift Dental. We are a specialist organic social media marketing agency who works with dentists and dental practices. Awesome. Okay, guys. So looking forward to learning about. Hazel and more about her expertise as the evening transpires but just before we do that as ever everybody it'd be really cool if we could understand how many people are live and in the house watching this Facebook live with myself and Hazel go ahead and throw live in the comments section if you are watching the Facebook live if you're watching this Facebook live right here right now with us this evening if you're watching catch up that's also totally cool feel free to throw replay in the comment section so again we've got a really good idea of just so many people here Hazel, do you have an ebook? Do I have an ebook? Do you have an ebook? No, I don't have an ebook, but I do have a free download. Oh, a free download. Let's leave it there. Let's keep the surprise for the end. Because you know what? I've given away my ebook so many times on these live that people are bored of it. Let's be real, everybody. Everybody's listening. It's probably feeling me on that one. So, what we're going to do instead, we're going to keep Hazel's download mysterious download a mystery and precisely that until the end of the webinar then we're going to drop what that is that's going to be a free gift for everybody who follows us right to the end of this webinar this evening looking forward to that one we're going to go ahead and drop that at the end of the night but just before we do hazel you were just about to tell us a little bit more about why you think social media is really important for dental practices particularly in 2024 so i think social media is is one channel so I think when dental practices or any business when looking at their marketing, they have to set their marketing strategy and their goals so they know where they're going um, for 2024 and beyond. Then they kind of work back from that and then do launches and offers and things. And then your social media is just one distribution channel to get your audience to know about what launches and campaigns and offers and things that are going on within the practice. Um, and it also helps to underpin your other marketing activities so like any seo that you're doing any blogs that you're writing on the website any other digital marketing activities they all kind of work together towards a common goal you know what i think it's so important to say that because i think that sometimes people think social media is a magic wand and they can just go ahead and pick it up 
one day mm. and all of a sudden they're going to make mega bucks. And the truth is that you can do very well from social media. It's a skill in and of itself. And in addition to that, it's something that you need to grow, grow your following and grow that skill. So it doesn't happen overnight. But the cool thing about it is that it does compound and grow exponentially with time, which can be linked to compounding results for your business. Would you agree with that? Yeah, massively. And I think the days the days are gone where you can simply you know, post and then you get all of your followers can see that content and it will like and engage it. Those days are long gone. And I think the practice is that leverage lots of different types of content, lots of, and uh, enjoy social media and be social on social media, the ones that are going to see the results in the long term. Amazing. Hazel, through working with dental practices, do you have any amazing success stories in terms of dental practices that have picked up social media, their turnover was this or their their following was this. And then within a few months, it went like this. Not that it's going to look like that for everybody, but just to give an idea of what can happen to the audience. Yeah. So, I mean, we've worked with practices um, from social media accounts that are from all sizes. Um, we've started some accounts purely from scratch. So we've gone from zero um, and we work with dental practices whose accounts are in the tens and multiple tens of thousands of followers. Um, so we work with, with practices that have got a, a vast variety of followers and fans across a whole variety of platforms as well. It's not just Facebook and Instagram. We do LinkedIn, Google My Business. We dabble with TikTok. So we've, you know, yeah, it's good. You've seen the full turkey started from the bottom. Now we're here in the words of Drake. You <laughs> help people, you help dental practices at every stage of their journey. It's fair to say, Hazel. Okay, cool. So listen, let's talk about social media. Let's talk about how that looks for dental practices. What do you think? Actually, here's a brilliant question. What is the first place? What is the, what is the place that a dental practice can get the most traction in your opinion? Which platform is what I mean? Okay, so the easy, in my opinion, the easiest place for a dental practice to gain traction would be Instagram. The gram. Um, and I think because it's the engagement element, so you can easily engage your audience through manual engagement, um, which then really helps to distribute your content. I think with Facebook, yes, it's the OG of, you know, social media platforms. Hell yeah. Hell Everyone's yeah. Everyone's on it. Shout out Facebook. Like, my dad has like three Facebook profiles and he just doesn't even go on it. Like, like everyone has a Facebook or multiple Facebook profiles. Um, but it is definitely very much a pay to play platform. I think Ooh, I read okay. a statistic, something like 0.1% of your followers will see your organic content on Facebook. So I would definitely say you can, you can easily see faster results on Instagram. Um, but don't rule out LinkedIn because the life cycle of a post on LinkedIn is a lot longer than it is on the other platforms. Man, I need to get on to LinkedIn because I just don't know enough about it. But the link LinkedIn hype train is in like full steam uh, these days. I hear a lot of people yeah. talking about it. Why do you think that is? Well, there's not very many. Well, so there's not very many people, but there's a lot less people on LinkedIn than there is on Instagram. People don't check it as often, so the content stays hangs around for longer, and the algorithm works in a slightly different way. So, Ooh. Facebook, it's all about shares, so dissemination of content. 
Instagram, it's all about saves. So I encourage you to go back and relook at content over and over again. Um, and LinkedIn, it's all about comments. So if I was to leave a comment on your content, all of my network or most of my network would, would see my comment on your content, which would then put your content in their feed. Mm. So that's how it works. Um, and the, like you say, the hack train for LinkedIn is going crazy at the moment. I think the, the newest one is where you get yourself verified and you can contribute to articles. And that's a good way of like asserting your authority in your niche. Oh, I said hype train. Hype. Oh, hype train. Hype I said hype train. Hype. Oh, you know what? I might have mispronounced it, but <laughs> that was hype train, just to clarify. But on that, <laughs> hacks are always useful whenever it comes yeah. to it. And we don't mean like hacking accounts and stuff like that. What we mean is little easy things that we can leverage to get ahead and get more exposure. So yeah. that thing that you were saying just then, verifying your account. Yeah, so it is, and it's not the same as a blue tick on Facebook or or Instagram. So you don't have to pay for it. It's completely free. Anyone can do it. It's just a case of uploading your ID. And it's basically a way of you to verify that you are who you say you are. You are a real legitimate human being with an account on LinkedIn with something to say. Interesting stuff. Let's rewind a little bit because you said that you managed accounts that were just getting started and accounts that are really growing and gaining some traction. What yeah. do you feel the bigger accounts with traction are doing that smaller accounts are yet to do, or maybe accounts that haven't grown so much should implement? So at a practice level, well, in fact, at a social media level, the accounts that, are, that have tens of thousands of followers, social media is part and parcel of their patient journey. So their team in the practice are geared up for leveraging social media to its best of its ability. It's not an afterthought. So they are constantly, you know, consenting patients for before and after photos. Taking, capturing content for social media is one of the fundamental daily activities that they do whenever they're meeting a patient. So it's it's weaved in to every activity. It's not a case of, okay, this patient, we've got an after photo, or have I haven't got the before photos, but it's okay. It's not an afterthought. And that's the, for me, is the, what we see is the fundamental difference. See, this is cool. So we're on to something here. So these practices, they have a dedicated person who manages their social media. Presumably you liaise with these people as well. Not necessarily a dedicated person. Wow. It, it just means the whole culture within the practice. Everyone knows that the social, that social media or any kind of digital content is going to allow them to reach their revenue goals more quickly and give a better patient experience. So from the moment the patient walks into the practice, you know, they have a really great experience with the receptionist and the TCO. The TCO consents them in for before and after photos, before the treatment's even started. Then at every, every appointment they have images taken and they may be consented in more than once just along the patient journey. So they really, the, the practice really understands the value of social media. If that makes sense? Big time. Yeah, I like that you use the word weaved as well. Because a, a weave to me, it means that it's entwined. It's not just like there's this one point where it intersects. It's not just like they've stuck it on like an afterthought. It's like everywhere. It's on. Yeah. And it even goes so much as to the decor of the practice. So they've got, you know, they might have a QR code for them to, for patients to like and 
follow the Instagram page, something as basic as that, or it could be that the the decor of the practice, it's really high end and it's grammable. You know, they've got somewhere with a really cool background where they can get patients to stand in front of the lighting is set up. So it shows the patient off in the best light. So they don't have to worry about getting ring lights out or getting this and position a patient there. It's all done, ready. Nice. Okay, cool. So you definitely think on the content side of things, consistency of content and weaving it into the DNA of practice is a good start. Any other hacks we should know when it comes to growing a following on Instagram? Um, making sure that you are responding to it's the basics, making sure you're being social on social media. So making sure you're responding to comments, responding to messages in a really timely manner. Um, so don't leave them like two or three days to respond, like respond straight away. Um, if you can use a software where it kind of pulls everything in to the receptionist, so you've got someone on reception who's able to respond to messages really quickly without having to use handsets and things like that, that would, that helps. Um, I think for Instagram specifically, it's keeping ahead of the trends. So making sure you're using all different types of formats. So don't just rely on reels. So carousel posts and single images, make sure you're using trending audio, you know, just keep up to date. Amazing. Do you think it's fair to say there's a lot to this stuff? Oh, yeah, massively. It's not just a case of I'm going to stick something out and just post it and then my business is going to grow. It's not like that anymore. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, you know what? Listen, that's super useful for people who are trying to grow a phone on Instagram. And I guess what you said, that applies also to associates too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Same logic or anything that associates should do differently? So associates, what we find, they grow their following much more quickly because patients want to connect with with their dentist. They don't want to connect with what could be seen as a bricks and mortar building or a business. They want to connect with people. Um, So associates generally tend to grow their following much much more quicker than a dental practice. So, and they need to be making sure that they're using the right terminology and language that attracts patients. You don't want to go heavy on the clinical terminology if you're trying to attract a patient. You want to go heavy on the clinical terminology if you're trying to, you know, showcase your expertise to other clinicians. So there's a very subtle kind of difference in the type of copy that you write. Make it make it fun, right? I don't think it's about making it fun. It's make it emotional. You've got to tap into the emotion of people because people buy on emotion nine times out of ten. Yeah, you're spot on there. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Okay, cool. Well, listen, thanks so much for sharing a lot of your wisdom on social media. In your journey and voyage into social media and helping dental practices achieve results on social media, what do you find the are the biggest stumbling blocks or the biggest things that practices do wrong? Obviously, we've got the content, like just sheer bulk whenever it comes to content. Anything else? Is there any big no-nos, like real clangers that you see that you can obviously look at it and be like, oh man, seriously. But maybe people don't necessarily pick up on until you point it out to them. Um, so I think having links in the captions, especially for Instagram, having links in the captions, people can't click them. You can't even copy and paste them. So I think that for us is the big red flag that whoever's running that account isn't necessarily an Instagram user themselves. So it doesn't really doesn't understand that you can't click that link. Um, so that's the first thing. 
potentially not using stories to their ability. So not showcasing the behind the scenes content, the authentic, like building content. So not using stories and not posting regularly enough. So they'll post for, say, two or three weeks and then months will tick by and six months and then, oh, okay, someone will start doing it. And then so it's the irregularity. It's the consistency is the biggest thing for two reasons, because it gives people a constant reason to come and check out your profile and you're constantly reminding them that you're there, but also as well as that, so that you can enhance your skills whenever it comes to posting on social media, because you get more immediate feedback and it's continuous and it's fresher in your mind. That's huge. It's a, it's, it, it is a little bit of a chore. I'll be real. But when you get there, when you actually start to get some traction, oh my goodness, there's so much good stuff on the other side of it. Yeah, and it's it's like a dopamine hit, isn't it? Every time you get a like, well, that's why it becomes addictive. So every time you get a like or a comment, you're like, you get that kind of dopamine hit, which then you want to, you want to keep going back and you want to keep getting more and more. And that's you know that is why it is so addictive. Um, but I think one piece of advice that I would say to people is if you're posting and you're not getting that you know reaction back, is to not to be disheartened because. There's so much noise on social media and it's so much harder these days to get people to hit that like button, you know, or to leave that comment. People just don't do it. Um, so when you do, do when you do get it, it's like you should be like, yes, I've got it. But if you don't get it, people will still see your content and people are still watching. So don't get disheartened if you're not getting that kind of love back. Gotcha. Try not to place so much of your self-worth on the response that you get from your post, particularly at the start, because chances are when we're still learning how to do this stuff, it won't be as engaging as it will be a little further down the line. It's part of the process. Yeah, of course. And you'll find your flow and you'll find your style. And then, like you say, you'll refine it and you'll refine it and you'll get better and you'll get better. And then you'll invest in a ring light and then you'll invest in a better ring light and then you'll get some filters and then, you know, you'll play around with it and you might switch over to a, a you know, a an app, an editing app and try different things. So yeah, it is definitely a process. Love it. Hazel, thanks so much for your time this Tuesday evening. We love to keep these webinars to about the 20 minute mark. You talked about this a little bit at the start and I know that you help dental practices whenever it comes to their social media. How are people best off finding you? Should they want some help whenever it comes to their social media as either an associate or a principal? I am so they can either send me a DM on Facebook or send me a DM on Insta. Um, we are at lift.dental on Instagram. Um, or you can visit my website, liftsocial.co.uk. And I will send, I'll pop, send you the link for my download and people can download it as well. <laughs> we can, we can, the cat can come out of the bag now, I feel. What is the, what is the download? Is it an ebook or is it, I don't know. A webinar? It started off as, so we always get asked questions from our clients, like, I don't know what to make on reels. Can you give me some help? So we started off with 10, like, reels prompts or videos that people could record just to kind of give them a flavor and get them started. And then, as you know me, as with anything, I'm a bit of an over-deliverer. So it started off from 10, and it ended up to 370 reels prompts for dentists. Holy moly. Broken down into treatments. So you've got like cosmetic dentistry, implants, pediatric dentistry, general dentistry, nervous patients. So they're like just little 
quick sentence starters to say like record a video on what are the benefits of a dental implant super uh-huh. quick just there you can just tick them off so there's there's supposed to be 365 but i actually think there's about 380 because once i got started i just couldn't stop holy moly holy moly wow okay cool well listen if anybody listening wants hazel's prompt stack I guess is what we call it, but it's not quite that because it's not an AI thing, is it? It's more for reels and uh, little ways to sort your reels and what have you. If anybody wants Hazel's download, go ahead and put prompts in the comment section and we can go ahead and reach out to you in due course and send that your way. Guys, it's been really fun to present this webinar as it always is this Tuesday evening. I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's feedbacks, feedback in the comment section. Feel free to reach out to Hazel. Should anything that we talked about be of interest and be of value to yourself, Hazel is a go-to lady whenever it comes to social media in 2024, so to speak, just like the title of this webinar. Hazel, it's been wonderful to have you this evening. I'm looking forward to catching up again very soon. Thank you, Thank you, James. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.